0: Hey guys, welcome back to the Grant GrantMitt Podcast, episode number 62. And in this episode, we're going to be discussing how to transform yourself and recreate who you are as a person in three months. Now, I'm going to break down all the steps to do this and also a story of a similar way that I've done this and continue to do this each time I'm trying to reach a new level. And I want to be as simplistic and basic. And as you're listening to this, I want you to take notes and really be very blunt and honest about what your current situation is, who you are now, and just extremely transparent and upfront about what you want out of life. And really, just before I dive into this, the first step to changing, growing, and getting to any new level or achieving any new goal or solving a problem even is realizing where the heck are you right now? Who are you as an individual? And understand that every single day when you're out and about, whether you're running to the grocery store, whether you're calling clients, where you're calling a bunch of lists and talking to hundreds of people a day, the world is actively seeing who you are as a person in real time. I love the saying that the people from back home or the people that you've always grown up with won't give you your dream life. If they would give you your dream life, you would already have it. Strangers are the people that make your dreams come true, that make your business successful, that you end up meeting this person that changes your life or that amazing relationship. Whatever the case is, it's Strangers. So when you can say, well, I am who I am, and if you don't like it, that's fine, that's absolutely fine. Like You can do that, but they're going to continue to treat you who you are in that moment, and you're going to continue to attract the same type of life, people, and circumstances because of who you are in that moment. Now, the first step to transforming yourself into the person you want to come and doing so in a three-month basis is one... I want you to figure out what is your ideal lifestyle? What do you want to do? Like, where would you live? How much money would you make? Do you, are you married? Are you single? Where do you live? How many houses do you have? What type of job makes you happy? For example, you know, let's say you, you think that you need to make half a million dollars a year to really live the lifestyle you want. Just money alone isn't gonna make that lifestyle. If you have to be in a cubicle all day long and you can't leave, you can't travel, and you're a person that likes to be on the go, you're not going to be happy. So I want you to be as detailed as possible. I don't care if it's five pages long. Break down to the T the exact lifestyle that you want to live. Two is figure out what version of yourself or just what type of person in general would it take to produce that lifestyle. One thing that's very eye-opening but also very understandable and simple is you're never going to get something in life. For example, getting offered a, a promotion where you work, meeting your dream partner, um, securing a massive investment to start a business, getting your dream job, getting an opportunity to market for a big brand. You're not going to get those opportunities because you just happen to meet the right person and it falls into place. Yes, you could if you are the person that's able to actually add value And you're actually able to produce the result of the people that you're working with or doing business with. Think about it. If you ran a company and you were trying to hire someone for a certain position, you're not going to hire someone that you obviously think is not good and you're just doing it because they're a nice person. You're going to hire them because you think they're going to be great. Almost so much that you're going to brag to other people about this new incredible person you hired or this amazing person that you met. If they're not having that reaction about you, it's probably not going to happen. And this is why we talk so much about recreating yourself into the person that's able to accept that job, that's able to produce millions of dollars in revenue for a company or make all of these, these unbelievable accomplishments because you can actually output that. The shoe has to fit. And this the secret is this, is when you're writing down what it takes to become this person, I want you to then write out, what would the operational things that you would need to do as this new improved version of yourself to output your dream reality? So let me give you an example. When, you know, growing up, I always wanted to be an entrepreneur, but when I really zeroed in and it, I was done with the chapter of life of college and football and all that kind of stuff. I said, okay, I want to be a CEO. Now, what I want and what fits for me may not fit for you, but this is just an example and kind of a metaphor for how you can apply it for your skill sets and your goals. I said, okay if I want to be a CEO, I want to be an entrepreneur, what do these people dress like? What do they talk like? What information do they know? What skill sets do they possess? So I started running through and I said, okay, well, number one, they seem to all be great at sales. They're great communicators. They can inspire the masses. They can get people to want to come work for them. They're great recruiters. They're confident under pressure. They're very intelligent and they understand the economy, they understand finance, they understand leadership and management. I was listening to all of these details because I was looking at all these different CEOs. Next thing I said, okay, well, here's an issue. I'm 20, 21 years old, 22 years old. It just kind of depends on the window that I was at specifically. I'm like, okay, I'm really young. There's not many young business leaders that are really ultra successful. Why is that the case? So I started listing out all the different problems, you know, lack of money, lack of resources, experience, know-how, wrong industry, no college degree, quote unquote, all these different things I'm running through. And what was cool is you can really find what you truly need to do to accomplish something by just changing the question. So for example, a, a, a quote I heard from um, an amazing entrepreneur, uh, Alex Hermosi. he was just talking about, this. I want to give him credit for it because it was so good. He was talking to a bunch of business owners about how to scale their business. And he said, one simple question you can ask yourself is, why can't I 10X this business? Or why can't you do three times more sales than you already are doing? Why can't you hire 10 more people? Why can't you start that new industry? And when you ask this really audacious, bold question, the first problems that instinctively appear are the problems that you need to solve to accomplish that. So for example, if you're like, why can't I 10 X this business? You go, well, we would need a hundred different people to do that. You're like, Oh, okay. So you need to hire a hundred people, but we would need at least six, seven people to manage all those people. Okay. So now you need to hire that. Well, we'd have to spend 10 times more money. Okay. Now I got to figure out how to get more money. And while those things are going to be difficult to achieve, You now know that you essentially need to hire 100 people, you need to find eight people that can manage it, and you need 10x the budget to produce that result. So you took this complex problem and made it extremely simple by just identifying the real problems and then solving and breaking and reverse engineering each one of those problems. So you got to do the same thing. The the thing that I want to convey to you guys is you got to stop wishing for stuff. You got to stop hoping for stuff, spinning around in circles, hoping that someday someone's going to give you your shot. Look, it has to make sense for them. People don't spend hundreds, thousands, millions of dollars on products and services and businesses and investments unless they selfishly think it's going to improve their life. So when you understand that's how the world works, you can simplify the way that you're going to attack the market, the changes and adjustments of yourself, so you can actually start achieving these goals. Now, when you've dissected this entire thing, almost as if you're playing a video game and you're watching yourself, you go, okay, my person, my Grant 2.0, your version 2.0 has to be able to possess these qualities. Start setting up the day-to-day operation to learn, groom, and develop yourself to be able to produce these results. You may go, man, I need to lose 10 pounds. I may need to bulk up and get more fit. I may need to go read 100 different business books. I may need to go talk to mentors. I need to learn sales maybe. So I need to start figuring out how I can get a sales job or whether it's my own business. I need to make 100 or 200 cold calls a day and study sales and influence and persuasion and take a course or get um, a coach or work at this company for this incredible person and learn from them and take them to lunch every day so you can learn more. You start breaking down all of these different things. Now, start operating as if you already are that person today not in three months when you feel comfortable, I want you to start acting like the person that you want to produce and become today. Then what's going to happen is you're going to start developing yourself slowly and grooming yourself into the person that it takes to not only produce it, but also for the person that the world views and sees as the person that fits that role. When it comes to achieving anything in life, a lot of it has to, to do with your perception. In other words, the way that the world views you. For example, people have seen so many different movies. They've worked at jobs that their brain has associated certain types of individuals that have certain personalities, communication styles with certain jobs. And so when you start fitting that mold, what's interesting is because you've scaled back, you're transitioning yourself, you're recreating yourself into this new version of you. What's cool is when you start meeting these strangers They don't view you as this 1.0 old version of yourself that wasn't doing what they wanted. It wasn't as successful. In real time, they react and treat you like a person that you're becoming. This is when things get fun. You're going to start now noticing that people are going to start treating you differently. They're going to start treating you with more respect. They're going to be more patient with you. They'll even start being a little bit more hesitant, meaning like, hey, hey, how are you doing? Yo, wh- what do you do for work? Instead of, oh, what, what do you do? And all skeptical. They're going to be calm and nice. And, and I work with so many sales reps and sales leaders and, and, and people that are in higher up management at my companies. And when I start teaching them these things, they'll call me in two, three weeks and they'll say, Grant, it's crazy. I go to restaurants now and they all call me boss for some reason. They park me in the front at the valet. They kiss my ass when I'm sitting there at dinner with my wife or with my girlfriend or whatever. He goes, it's crazy. You're right. And it's not because they suddenly started acting different. Yeah, that's part of it. But they started recreating and transforming themselves by changing the information that was going into their head and operating and moving like a person that they were trying to become. Third, when you're in this process, I want you to cold turkey, start pulling away from all of the wrong people and environments that don't align with the version of yourself that you're creating. Nothing is more important to the likelihood of someone's success than their environment. It's uh, like the great book, Think and Grow Rich. It talks about how every person initially abhors crime. They don't like it. If they're around it, like kids, for example, when, when kids are born and they're young, they're very pure. They're sweet. They don't have, they don't judge people. They're not rude to people. They're naturally very nice. But if you've grown up around crime and violence and stress and trauma, eventually you're around it so much that you start to adapt to it. You get used to it. Sometimes it even takes you in with you. The same thing happens for success. Even if you're around this horrible environment with these wrong people, they're negative, they're not successful, they're having issue after issue after issue, and suddenly you're around these hyper-successful people that are so far ahead of you that it's uncomfortable even being in their presence. Suddenly, you start thinking a little bit different. You start moving different. Your perception of the world changes. The things that you do start working different. And then all of a sudden, you start becoming more successful. You start becoming like these people. But before you even start finding this new crowd, I just want you to kind of almost go into hibernation for a little bit kind of disappear off the map, maybe for a month, maybe a couple of weeks, maybe even two months, depending on how much you're changing. And I want you to focus on yourself, develop who you are. After you've cut off all of these things, it's going to feel weird. It may even feel lonely for a season. I want you to fill your brain up with the right books, the right videos, the right podcasts. If you're listening to this, you got a head start. you're in the right trajectory. Go listen to things that will groom you into the new version of yourself. Now, once you've done this, and this is kind of what I did was when I came back from, you guys know that I played junior college football. I moved back to Houston at at 22 years old. I was sleeping on my mom's couch. I didn't get accepted, or excuse me, I got accepted in University of Houston, but none of my credits were accepted. So I was supposed to be a senior. Now all of a sudden I'm a freshman. I'm 22. I'm sleeping on my mom's couch. I feel like the biggest loser ever. And the job I had lined up fell through. I'm sitting there thinking, what the hell do I do? How do I get myself out of this situation? And the first thing I started doing is Ubering all across Houston and I would apply for sales jobs and then I'd go sit and read at Barnes and Noble. But while that was such an uncomfortable situation, because I'd been through so much trauma and stress living in Long Beach, living in Brooklyn and going through so much in those periods of times that it felt amazing. Yeah, I was on my mom's couch 22 and it was a little embarrassing. And yeah, all the college credits stuff didn't work out, but I was at peace with myself. I didn't need to be around all these people. I was focusing on me. And not only did I become more mentally tough, but I started thinking different. And then all of a sudden I started noticing people started treating me different. They would communicate with me different. And not only that, I started attracting better people in my life. And those are the signs that you get when you're moving in the right direction. If different people start communicating and reaching out to you, it's a sign you're heading down the right path. It's the biggest thing that you'll see is that's the sign that you are changing who you are and the world is starting to treat you differently. The biggest thing that happens is when people start this process, they backtrack. They get uncomfortable. They get a couple failures. They have a little rough patch, two, three, four weeks. Maybe they get lonely and they say, oh man, I'll just go out tonight. I'll go see these people. I know I shouldn't, but you know, it is what it is, man. I just, I'm lonely right now. And right when they are on that cycle of turning up and everything was about to start heading the right direction, they go back into comfort. If you can make it through this lonely path, and I know it was uncomfortable, I went through it. And if you can make it through that, that's when on the other side of that obstacle and that stress, that's when everything starts happening for you. That's when the job opportunities, the business opportunities, the investment opportunities. Keep in mind, you're a better person now. So everything that you do is going to be easier. Your output and your production is going to get better. And this is what's, gonna slowly start happening and last you've hit out you've recreated yourself you've made yourself into this new version now this is when the fun part begins I want you to present yourself to the world this is uncomfortable but when you present yourself to the world you go meet all these people you go network you go uh, to, to lunch take clients out to lunch you go to these the nicest parts of town the nicest restaurants you go network the people that you knew back home. Reintroduce yourself just a little bit. Just to show yourself to the world whether it's on social media or whatever. It doesn't mean that you got to try to go be a celebrity. I'm not saying that at all. But my point is I want you to start putting yourself out there as this new version. Go apply to a thousand jobs. Go attempt to start all these businesses. Go do all these things that will set yourself up so the world can see this 2.0 or, or excuse me, this 2.0 version of yourself. That Is when you're gonna start seeing the results of the hard work and the preparation that you've done. And if you stay consistent operationally, remember when I say operationally, I'm not talking about the way that you feel. I'm not saying on those weeks you're doing really good and you feel good. That means I don't care if you're tired, you feel lazy that day, you don't, you've had some rejection. I don't care. Do the things you need to do. You've done all this work, recreating yourself, be consistent. Be consistent. I can't tell you how many people do all these things. They put all this hard work. They finally start being successful and they start being lazy. They should make a hundred calls. They were doing it. Now they make 50. Now they make 70. Now they start hanging out with the wrong people. And then they repeat the cycle over and over and over again. Stick to the basics. If you stick to the basics and you're constantly improving yourself, my lord, guys, the opportunities that come, you just never know when it's going to happen. I can tell you, this relates to business and even just with this, with social media stuff, there was three, four different times where I was like, man, this I don't know what's going on. The algorithm must be messed up. And I go make one video and then all of a sudden it just goes absolutely crazy. And next thing you know, I'm on Fox Business. Or I'm calling and calling and calling. Let's say as a, a young sales rep, I got two, 300 calls in, no sets, no closes, just total headache. I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna make 10 more calls. And the next call, the person picks up, boom, deal. I just made five grand, 10 grand. Or we had a couple bad hires. It's stressful. We don't know if it's going to make it. All of a sudden, boom, we hire the right guy. Changes the entire life of the business. That next thing, that next set of success, that goal, that next over the hill that you get, that diamond or that gold mine, and you finally hit the right thing and all of a sudden the breakthrough happens is on the other side of that uncomfort and it's on the other side of discipline and consistency. You got to do what everyone else doesn't want to do. Guys, everyone gives up when it gets hard. Everyone doesn't work out when they're sleepy. Everyone doesn't make the calls when they had a rough week. Guys, you can just beat people with consistency. Sometimes you don't even got to be that good. You just got to show up and execute. So hope you guys enjoyed this podcast. As always, if you guys do, make sure to like and subscribe. I'm um, going follow all my social media channels um, on TikTok. YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, at Grant Mitt. And if you guys enjoy it, make sure to uh, follow me on Spotify and leave a review if you guys enjoy it. But other than that, I hope you guys have an incredible week and I'll see you again for episode 63. Thanks guys.